All right. We have reached the day where we finally discuss something we've been talking about, or we put on the list a long time ago. Long time ago, we put this one on the list. Am I right? It's been a while. We got to talk about it. It's getting closer. <laughs> Every second. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I've been anxious to hear y'all's thoughts on this. I was, uh, but I'm more anxious to hear people's thoughts on whether or not they are using a bidet or not. Have they took the plunge? No pun intended. Have it was done? intended. <laughs> Fully intended. <laughs> it was intended. You're right. Um, if you haven't, you need to go to bidetking.com and purchase yourself a bidet. Install it and begin to use it as soon as possible. Use the coupon code UNCLEVER. And you will uh, you will thank us later on. I promise you that. So, what we're going to get to today was something like I said we put on our list of topics really early on about and people who are or maybe not the people or the practice or whatever we can go whatever direction you guys want to with this. But doomsday preppers, mm-hmm. do y'all know any? That was my first question I had for y'all. Uh. I don't know any like legitimate scare you kind of doomsday prepping where that is what their life is about, mm-hmm. right? Because I think I think there's there, obviously there's those people out there. There's levels like to that. this. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody like that. I know some. I know some people who do some sort of you know some levels of prepping. They got that bug out bag. Yeah, I know bug out bag guys. Do you think that that's the first step? Is bug out bag? Yeah, I don't know. I'm asking you guys. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it? Is that step one? I've only made one step myself. Oh, you have? Years and years ago, probably 12 years ago, bought a big five-gallon bucket of MREs. Okay. That's, I would, that's literally about all I've ever done. And it was because it was like a it was a sale. It's like, mm, you never know. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that, that, I think that qualifies you as a doomsday prepper to some degree. He ready for something. Yeah. Uh, depending on how large the stash is, like if you're, it, this is literally just a five gallon bucket. I mean, it's hundreds of them. It's a lot of MREs. Right. So, like, how long could you, sur- you and your family, how long could you survive? Just on that alone. Yes. Well, if we didn't have water, we're dead. <laughs> so <laughs> really, right. well, there's a lot could, of angles it's a half there. Measure here. But you, could, <laughs> yeah. but you could find water. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I haven't done the math on that, but I think. Uh, but the amount of MREs we had, we have, I think we can get half a year out of it with four people. I think that makes you a doomsday prepper. Think so? Yeah, I really do. Because if you, otherwise, your your rationale is, what situation have you lived through in your however many years on this earth? Mm-hmm. 30 plus years. thirty. Five, like 37. 37 years on the start, nearly 40. Mm-hmm. Or maybe more than 40. What what situation have any of us lived through where we were required inside of our home to not have power, water, or that we didn't have power or water for an extended period of time? The longest I've been, personally. Blizzard in 93. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that one. That one was tough, but I was eight years old. Yeah. So, well, seven. Four turned eight. Somebody else was. Somebody else is doing that. But 
Hurricane Ivan, mm-hmm. it it cut power to this whole area for, I mean, it was only like three or four days, but it felt like forever. Right. And then on uh, April 27, 2011, we lost power for a few days. Right. So I've, I've never gone as an adult more than three or four days without it. So that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm getting at is like April 27, 2011, we had some, a lot of tornadoes come through the area. Uh, so I was dealing with, with uh, my family who was at ground zero mm-hmm. of where some of the tornadoes came through, totally destroyed some of the homes right there in that area, but still they had power by the in by, by the seven to 10 day mark. Yeah. And we're talking about homes that were still, you know, they were sound, the whatever structurally, whatnot. But the home right next door was totally right. destroyed and they had power within seven to 10 days. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, what would happen where you would not have power for six months? <laughs> I mean, it, it takes something big. But that's what I'm saying. You're, I think you're flipping a switch to put yourself in the mindset of an. You actual, think he's a prepper. I think that if I think you, I think, I think you've that, crossed the line into apocalypse level is what I'm I saying. Think, okay. Well, I does think, that make sense? This is what I think about it. I think that uh, to think that it couldn't happen, yeah, is naive. To think that okay, it will happen might be a little crazy. Right. But there's somewhere in between, and I think that's where I lie. Okay. I can do it. I think I don't see it as unwise as far as having some sort of stash of non-perishable food. And for those, because I know you said MRE for if there's anybody out there listening that doesn't know what he's talking about, we said MRE is just military abbreviation for meal ready to eat. Right. You just add water to it. Yeah. And And so many of them now have the actual, they have the little bags or the things where you can actually heat up. From mm-hmm. within, all you have to do is add water, and there's like a reaction that causes heat and all that kind of stuff. You can actually cook it mm-hmm. without fire, right? So anyway, so that's that's what we're talking about. So I don't I don't think it's unreasonable to have, you know. Look, I think with anything, and this goes for literally anything, collecting shoes. I mean, anything, dude who's obsessed with toothpicks. If you're doing something that consumes your thoughts, and that's all you can do then you got a problem. So there's preppers out there who have a problem, yeah. right? So I think there's a lot of different levels of it. According to a recent study, what percentage of Americans believe that a ca- catastrophic apocalypse-level event will occur within their lifetime? How recently? This is uh, 2020. I think it's oh, like 2020, 43%. I think it's like 30-something. 40%. Mm-hmm. How about that? What do you think that, what do you think that number is now? I think it's gone down a little bit. You think it's gone down? Well, yeah. I don't. I it think it's gone the has other gone way. Up. It probably has gone up. Uh, in this country. Yeah, in this for country. For sure. Yeah. It's gone up. So the doomsday prepper, quote unquote, movement has been around for a really long time. We'll say decades, okay? But, um, but probably before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Sure. I mean, a movement, maybe, but there's been people prepping since. There has been government. Right, beginning. Right, that's what well, it's all yeah. about. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, not all. 
Yeah, I mean, there's different scenarios, but that's one of the, right now. That's the big one because, like, if you go back to like the beginning of civilization, essentially they would have been prepping in some regard, but some of theirs was absolutely 100 percent necessary. Yeah, like they know there's a freeze coming, right? Mm, that yeah, kind of thing. Right. Um, so you almost can't compare like modern day mm-hmm. preppers to like hunter gatherers, right? This I mean, you can't do me. it's two different things. It's just hitting me. I got prepping in my blood, bro. Do you? Just just hit me because I own family property somewhere. There is a log cabin built over what was built as a, during the Cold War, bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this cabin, there is a little trap door that leads you to the shelter. Oh, yeah. You're talking like you've been there. I'm in there. He's, he's stashing himself there once a week. You have access to it now. <laughs> yes. I could show it to you. I'd but then like, I'd have to kill you. I'd kind of like to see that. <laughs> it's, 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 that would be so, pretty cool. Though. I mean, it just now really hit me. That that was definitely some hardcore prepping. Not only did he do the bomb shelter, he put a cabin on top of it. I respect it. it. That's, that's a good setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd kind of like to see that. That's interesting. Um, but, you know, one thing as far as like modern-day prepper movement that really sent it into overdrive, what would it be? Other than... Like the obvious being the pandemic, but the pri- show, the show, Doom- the show, oh, yeah, Doomsday Absolutely. Prepper, yeah. 2012 Doomsday, Doomsday Preppers National Geographic, and it came probably t- 2012 is an inappropriate date because what what was the date that year that the world was supposed to end? Remember that? Yeah, it was December, Mayan calendar, tw- December 21st, 2012. Yeah, dang, you just came right off the top. Of that, that no, that's right. right was, top, that's the, the winter dome. solstice. He's dead on it. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't wrong. <laughs> They the had mines. movies made about yeah. that. That movie was garbage. <laughs> what, the 2012? 2012. Yeah. yeah. I did like the movie um, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, it's not bad. Dennis Quaid, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Jake, is it Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? Tomato, tomato. I think it's a, I think it's a J sound. J. Jake Gyllenhaal. I know my wife is anti-Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Taylor Swift situation. Not good. Oh, not good. man, come on. It's not good. Come on. What, she she following Taylor to the next show? <laughs> if she could, she, she, she would. rent an RV. She traveled. She, could, she would. Heading across the nation. We were talking about this Selling yesterday. grilled cheese sandwiches outside the venue to get to the next. <laughs> that sounds like uh, people who follow around widespread panic. Yeah, right? that's, that's exactly what I said <laughs> yesterday morning. I said, Holly's following Taylor Swift around like a deadhead. I support you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You went after the widespread panic fans, though. One guy I know, I hope he's not listening to the podcast. I know him, too. <laughs> in 2022, people in the United States alone spent how much in, in I'm not saying, I'm not saying like emergency management prep, but like how much in specifically like catastrophic doomsday type event. In 2022. In 2022, how much money was spent in the United States in preparation for a doomsday event? $13.6 million. Okay. $30 billion. <laughs> he, he won dollars. <laughs> um, $11 billion. Man, that's, that wasn't a bad guess for me. You said thirteen million. Oh, you said billion. Billion. Oh, I thought you said million. Okay. Eleven billion dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's wild. That yeah. is wild. 
Yeah, and that doesn't include like just standard emergency management. That's like doomsday prepping. But you got to think of it. A lot of it is like people buying like these high end bunkers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there's some people out there spending. But and here's the thing, I just don't like. I'm cool with like what I, what I said a while ago. A certain level of like non perishable food. Mm-hmm. To me, there is a threshold that you cross. I mean, it's cool to know, hey, I can feed my family for a month. Mm-hmm. That. I, I'll give it to somebody, but when they like the whole bucket thing, I got a bucket of this stuff. I can feed my family for a month. Yeah, but when you have like roomfuls of buckets, you have a pantry dedicated to your your stash. buckets. Yeah, when you're renting storage units, are you prepared at all, Blake? No, he ain't prepared. He do do you guys? What about me? What? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just out there getting how I live. It'll be all right. The thing, the thing with the bunkers, it, to me. Dude, if something legit goes down and you got a bunker, I don't care where it is, somebody at some point is going to find it and find a way to get in or smoke you out to get the food they've been looking for. Yeah, It's going to be the Wild West out there, you know? So that's why I'm, I'm going to get to that. I think for Varden, it's borderline doomsday, the fact that Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fact. <laughs> I, I said it at what last part. I'm blessed. <laughs> he he knows what it's like. I know what Doomsday's like. I can't I can't get my <laughs> I can't get that chicken sandy. <laughs> I can't get my spicy chicken sandwich on Sunday. They uh the the prepper movement is obviously not limited to the United States. I mean, it, there's pretty extensive prepper communities everywhere. So I got into a little bit of a you know some Reddit threads. Yeah, I got into a little deep dive on that. Australia's got a pretty pretty Slamming when they got it going on. They they, they're just, just trying to survive anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Every day's doomsday yeah. in Australia. You can, can step I be on honest a plant with you, and though? instantly die. That's the thing. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, I would put way more eggs in Australia doomsday preppers back oh, baskets than I would anybody for else. Sure. I'm going to be honest. We that's ain't got a chance. To be. <laughs> We're cooked. <Yeah. laughs> Australia, that's a good point, man. That's a good spot to be. You think they're all just not playing just, running the Not just because of the people in the environment, but just where it is geographically. Mm. You know, that's a, but it's a bottom in, corner of the map yeah, in the United the, States, it's, though. It's a big island, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the flip side of that is in the United States, there's more money thrown at it, right? So people's response is like, I'll just throw bukus of money at it, but I still think that that's the wrong angle. Yeah. Like, because people buy like these. There's a, uh, a YouTube channel, you can check it out, that uh, it's a family, the What's Inside family, where they, they started by, like, busting open stuff or whatever. Y'all seen this before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they, they will open up. That's how they got started. As a guy and his son, they would open up products. That's, that's a big page now. Isn't yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a really popular like, channel. Didn't do, like, quit his job. Is this same guy I'm thinking of? It's like a, a engineer. I think he was an engineer. Yeah, yeah. his name's Dan, and his son's name's Lincoln. And yeah. Dan and Lincoln started the page. But now they're, they've got – they started with What's Inside – What's inside now? They have the What's Inside family, and they're all involved in it. They've got two girls and his wife, and they're they live in Utah. Anyway, it's really entertaining. I think they do a really good job at their channel. They did a What's Inside of like a I think it was like a thirty million dollar. I don't know. I'm probably just making up that number, but it's something like that. What's inside like a thirty million dollar doomsday bunker? And they go down into this bunker. And it's got multiple levels, suites, basically, that you can purchase. It's like apartments. And it's all like, why are you laughing? So they got apartments in there. Yeah. And it's all like self-contained. Like they have a movie theater. They have a they have like a hatchery where they're raising fish, all the canned stuff, the produce where they're growing plants, like a greenhouse. They have a swimming pool. All this is like stories and stories underground. 
or they've taken like an old missile silo wow. and spent millions of dollars converting it. And then they sell the units for like millions of dollars. Good plan. I mean, it's a plan. You anyway. made somebody some money. <laughs> That's right. So what the are, person making the money probably doesn't. Yeah. He ain't prepping. No. <laughs> some of these preppers that listen to this podcast are about to start screaming at their radios and smart watch. I, I tell you what, though, if something goes down, Australia or you know where we need to go? Our audience in New Zealand. New Ze- them Kiwis are built different. They are yeah. built different. They know what's up. They can survive in the snow, on the beach. Plenty of, plenty. It's not like Australia where everything kills you. How yeah. are we going to get there when it's the apocalypse? I don't, we're we're going to build, build a boat, <laughs> build record a an episode, put the beacon out, tell them to come get us. How, how good are y'all with uh, the beacons of unclever, unclever are lit? Come, yeah. get us. <laughs> come get us. What'd you say? How good are we with what? With a compass. <laughs> Uh, I'm great with it until my battery dies on my phone. <laughs> Y'all tell me how, how good you think I am with a compass. <laughs> I ain't got a shot. You probably didn't even realize there was one on your phone, did you? Nope. Yep. <laughs> There's I'm also not. a measuring tape app. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. How about that? And it's, it's spot on accurate. Yeah. You can also use your phone as a level. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know you could use it as a flashlight too? <laughs> you can call people with it. What? Uh, <laughs> can't leave me a voicemail though. Uh, <laughs> no. The, uh, what, what, what was I talking about? Oh, the so we need yeah we definitely need to go to uh, New Zealand because we have people we can lean on there. Yeah. The what do you think though are the most agreed upon events that will take us out? What are the doomsday events? I think right now you would hear a lot of nuclear stuff. Okay, nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Everyone basically has enough nukes and technology so if someone starts yeah if someone starts it the domino only effect. yeah it's a domino effect yeah. it only ends in like an extinct extinction extinction level event basically artificial intelligence what artificial yeah, intelligence artificial intelligence taking the oh, world out I thought we were still talking about nuclear N- artificial intelligence mm. might start nuclear yeah mm. Mm. chicken and the egg thing yeah so artificial intelligence uh, nuclear, because you know you got loons like you know Kim Jong Un out there, or whatever. You never know when he might just send one up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like biological warfare, like a another like, virus, like COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, global pandemic, either natural or man-made. Yeah. Um, biological warfare, uh, electromagnetic pulse. That just wipes out like everything. Kills all the electronic yeah. devices. Yeah. Anything tied to the electrical grid. Yeah, that's also, what I was about to say. Any kind of something, some kind of way the grid gets taken down. Bro, if I lose Wi-Fi, I'm done. <laughs> also, that's either man-made or natural by something in the universe, such as like the sun, like a solar yeah. flare. That's mm-hmm. that's people. Speaking of that, though, I looked that up because I got I got interested in solar flares. Um because people worry about solar flares a lot. They talk about the energy of the sun. The, mm-hmm. You know, a solar flare happens, it hurls enough energy to basically, it's like electromagnetic pulse, or sometimes it's heat-related, heat heat specifically and stuff like that. But anyway, um, in terms of the solar flare, it destroying the Earth, it NASA says it's not actually possible. Really? Yeah. And they issued a statement. Did NASA create the sun? 
<laughs> they, they issued a statement about it a few years ago, and I, I kind of read it. I mean, it's pretty lengthy, but in a nutshell, what they said was solar cycles repeat every 11 years. It's like a cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. So it repeats itself. And that would mean that because of the way solar cycles work, where you experience like these solar maximums, where you have like flares within inside of the cycle, that if anybody's over 11 years old, they've already lived through a solar maximum. Okay. To max, like it can't get no more solar. Right. <laughs> solar maximum. According to NASA. Out. I don't solar. know, man. I think, I think people are sleeping on the sun. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's what I'm saying. NASA didn't create that. We're thing. talking about all like viruses and all this other stuff. I, space is going to get us somehow. We don't even know what's out there. So that was another one that's common. Asteroids. Yeah. Aliens. That aliens. Asteroids. Aliens. Um, that, that comes up pretty frequently. Um, economic collapse. Yes. That's a big one. Yeah, so that would be like a, like a Mad Max situation. What was it? I can't remember. What was it that led to the Mad Max situation? Do you remember? I don't remember. In the movie? Mm. Um, super volcano. Yeah. Like Any, a, it's super anything, really. <laughs> right. Earthquake, volcano, <laughs> hurricane, tornado. Yeah, that's true. Um, like under Yellowstone, yeah. You know, there's the super volcano. Have y'all heard the stuff about them basically generating power using the super volcano? Super no. power, super volcano power. Oh, that's pretty good power. That's <laughs> legit. No, here's what they do though: is because they know that 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 thing's underneath, like in that general area, mm. and that apparently if it were to blow one day, it's going to like take out yeah. most of North America. Yeah. All right. So they drill in at an angle until they access the layer of the earth where the pressure is like the cap of the pressure. Yeah. And they drill in, they have a way that they'll like drill into a certain point and then they like cap off and then they drill into it. Anyway, they shafts inside of shafts inside of shafts basically, Mm. but they drill down to the place where they can actually access the pressure, the steam. And then it's essentially like a steam plant and they'll let off pressure from the super volcano to generate electricity. Legit. That seems sketch. That seems like. You know what people said was sketch? What? Hydraulic dams. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I remember hearing Same that. Thing. <laughs> we'll stop the river. Yeah. We'll stop you the mean, river. Let's stop this river up. Yeah, and people look at you like, stop the river. <laughs> really? Stop the river. You're just going to stop it. You're just going to stop it. Like, I'll oh, tell you what, don't though. don't go no further, river. <laughs> it wasn't no super river. <laughs> super volcano. <laughs> no joke. I'll tell you the one that I don't think you can prepare for. Black hole. Oh yeah, you're done. You can have, have all them. List. You can have all them MREs you want, but yeah. you ain't need nothing in right. a black hole. <laughs> I had that on my list. I saw a thing where they NASA actually captured on a telescope a star eating a planet. What you gonna do about that? Swallowed it. That's whole. awesome. You can go sit in your underground hotel. You yeah. ain't doing nothing there. Um, but other natural Smaller disasters. The so the the other natural disasters other than the super volcano mostly. You know, climate-related, weather-related, mm-hmm. you know, climate change, global warming, whatever. Another ice age, uh, massive hurricanes. Like, y'all, y'all know about the hurricane on Jupiter? Yeah. yeah. That like, one you can see? Yeah, it's, like, huge or whatever. Like, if it, just, ca- like, if it came here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> hurricane starts <laughs> no, planet saying, jumping, like, bro. I'm tired of Jupiter. I've been running this place. Well, <laughs> like, what if we developed one that was that big, right? Like, what are we going to do? Welcome to Earth. Floods, tsunamis, sharknadoes. Sharknadoes, mm-hmm. that's that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So here's the thing: 
there's probably something we hadn't mentioned. Somebody screaming at their radio. But yeah. of all those that I mentioned, are there any one of those in particular that legitimately worry you? And if, all right, yeah, let me ask you that first. Are there any of them that you're like, if I was a betting man? Uh, gun to your head. <laughs> gun to your How's head. How's it going to go down? Which one of these happens? I, I, no. I don't know. None of them. Uh, I think economic collapse. Okay. Our nuclear stuff is probably at the top. Okay. I think I think man-made stuff. Us doing something stupid is what's going to happen. Not aliens. No, I think aliens are cool. But y'all sounded like AI though. Would be it. I mean, it's it's when we get in there and like cause a ruckus, but yeah. I ain't worried about no. But I think if I think if AI does it, it's because somebody. Because we deserve Somebody it. wanted it to happen. Somebody <laughs> pushed it in that direction. Yeah, right? maybe like a certain podcast host potentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, dude, what about you? Uh, Is I there one in particular you're worried about? I'm not worried about it, but I think like... At one point in my life, happen. at one point in my life, it was moving black holes. But at this point <laughs> in my life, I don't really sleep over any of it. No, I'm never really worried about it, but it is something that I think on every now and then. Does that make sense? All right, so gun to your head. You said nuclear or... Economic. Economic collapse. Gun to your head. Which one of all those? Is going to cause doomsday. Yeah. Well, can we define doomsday? Well, just like a uh, drastic population reducing event to where essentially everything that we know has to be rebuilt from the ground up. Or mm. most of what we know has to be rebuilt from the ground up. At this point, I would probably like most of what, if most of what we had, have this has to be rebuilt probably like AI related nuclear war or something like that like something we do that it, we just don't realize he just rolled two in together it's the AI bro some combination so what's your strategy for surviving those adapt react a, a bucket of MREs apt apt <laughs> adapt, adapt react and apt that's my plan <laughs> map is in there somewhere I feel like I honestly I feel like me not having a plan is better than having a plan okay because you're gonna have a plan get punched in the mouth and have to like figure out what's, I don't, I'm just rolling rolling with the punches okay I'll find food so you're the bucket of MREs is your strategy maybe I got a group of people Maybe you got a bunker. We have a uh, a meetup spot. Maybe I'm that guy. Maybe I got a house full of bug out bags. (laughs) All right. So I'm just saying, if I had a plan, it wouldn't be shared on there. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I I see what you're saying. I got you playing chess. So that's what you're gonna have to worry about. If this, if the stuff goes down, it ain't gonna be. What do I have to eat? What do I have to drink? It's gonna be the people that are coming after. You know what we're doing? We're going Titanic style. We're going to be the band that plays the ship down. <laughs> we're coming in. We're recording a pod. <laughs> yeah. Content is king. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So here's my here's my strategy. Because, all right, so w- with all of those. So, well, maybe not with all of them. You ain't got no plan on that black hole, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the... Um, yeah, I'm go- we're going down a uh, Mel Gibson style in uh, Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> the... Uh, the underground bunker thing has always intrigued me because I just, I've always, you know. Big I, underground guy. I'm an underground guy. Yeah. I like, I have a safe space within a safe space. But, and I think that's super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's like y'all thought to put like a fish hatchery down there. Yeah. Like, we can just keep growing plants 
We got we got lights. Fish. We got generators. They're they're um, they have air filtration systems. So if there's like nuclear fallout, all that kind of stuff, they're still safe. They can survive. Everybody who's an occupant of this like thirty million dollar underground bunker can survive for X number of t- for X amount of time. You know, and it's like a few years, I believe. Yeah. Um. But all that aside, and this is what gets me if people have like, I, again, I think it's probably a cool thing to be able to feed your family for a month in case like we just have like a natural disaster or whatever kind of thing. But in an actual doomsday apocalypse type scenario, economic fallout, all that kind of thing, I think skills are way more important than your prejudice. Uh, you're absolutely, that's, Yeah. Because if you're going to have a group of people you're going to meet up with, you're going to want somebody who can do this, somebody who can do that. That's right. That's why things like myself being a mechanic mm. would come in handy. What about a software salesman? Good luck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with your velvety soft hands. Somebody got to be able to skin a buck and run a truck. You know what, yeah. what about a software salesman? But you want somebody who can farm. You want somebody who can... You want a lot of knowledge on different things. Here's the thing. Uh, All right, here's where you come in. All right, I'll give you this. So, um, Because here's the thing. The reason that skills are so important is no matter how thorough your list is, um, you're going to miss something. Oh, yeah. You're going to miss something on your list, um, or having it or keeping it will be impractical based upon the circumstance. Because you don't know what the impending doom is, right? right? So... Having it or keeping it will be, for, for instance, is it more important to have a 10-year supply of food or be able to grow food really well? Right. Well, it all depends on the type of disaster. Yeah. Because what if based upon... Nuclear, you might not be able to grow. You may not be able to grow. So, but how about this? Here's where you come in. It's very, it's highly possible in certain scenarios that the most prized skill would be bartering. Yeah. I got it in spades. I've, I've read about that too. I got <laughs> it in spades. <laughs> I had a website dedicated to bartering. Do you remember that? The million dollar barter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm built for it then. Anyway, but yeah. So, I mean, think about that. Yeah. If you were... Yeah, there's re- no money. You're not exchanging money anymore. So, if you got something I want, what? what bartering and good vibes. Come get me. <laughs> if you, I'm a free agent. If you could be... If you were highly skilled at... At bartering, that could be that could be more useful than having a stockpile of food or having the skill to grow a stockpile of food mm-hmm. on an individual basis is what I'm saying. But in an extinction-level scenario, in the long run, it's like what you said, it all becomes about what do you bring to the table. Yeah. What can you do that no one else here can do? Yep. So what is it? Skill-wise. It's really the teach a man to fish scenario, right? Mm. That's what it is. So you got to have it all. Yep. So you got to have a team. Yeah, you can't do it. With a very special set of skills. You can't do it. Think think about these like families families who have these bunkers, like not what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. millions of dollars going into it, but a a bunker just for their family. Right. Uh, Pretty quickly, something's going to break in there. Can you fix it? Right. Yep. What if your ventilation goes down and you just had somebody come in and do that? You didn't do it yourself, right? Or you don't have the tools to fix it. You got to go out and get supplies. Good luck. Exactly. There's a lot going on there. That's, that's, where, that's where we come in. I show up that's and what? I said, Todd can fix it, but we need all your carrots. So in the, in the, <laughs> in the, bunk, 
All, all the carrots. Them. All the carrots. All the carrots. So in the bunkers where they're paying like millions <laughs> of dollars for You gotta get that vitamin apartment. A, baby. That's right. <laughs> when you're getting million dollar apartments or whatever, if if crap hit the fan and everybody's going there, is there somebody? Is there a whole maintenance crew? Yeah, mm, there that's is. going to be down there. With them? There is a. There is a. Yeah, there's the there's a bunker janitorial and all there's that there's a stuff. bunker crew essentially it's almost like a cruise ship type thing. Yeah, there's a bunker crew that basically knows how to operate everything. So there's a fish hatchery people, there's mm-hmm. a you know produce people, there's a technical people that, that service the the air filtration and the plumbing and all that kind so of stuff. So if I'm if, if I'm police. part of that, all group. that's built into the price. If if I'm <laughs> if I'm part of that, it's uh, all inclusive. That that group of employees or whatever the maintenance maintenance people yeah what stops you from just taking it over yes because that would that would be a conversation we'd have. i mean I'm, I'm thinking like right now if you're on the maintenance crew it hasn't even happened yet but you've already got your takeover plan yeah like, oh, oh yeah. yeah they're already they've already look how quick you went thunderdome <laughs> i'm super taking quick. over <laughs> right it's super quick because money means nothing anymore i don't care how much mm. you paid for this it's all carrots underground apartment it's all yeah. carrots yeah yeah like anyone with a will to live is basically a warlord yeah, mm-hmm. just immediately. <laughs> I'll make it though. I got too much dog in me not to. <laughs> I got too much dog in me. I think you got that teacup Maltese in you. Y'all got a plan? It's not a Maltese. It's a Maltipoo. Y'all got a plan? I got too much dog. <laughs> too I mean, much dog. I, said, I like how you said with such authority, we need all your carrots. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Yep. And we'll get them too because I got too much dog in me. Yep. All right. So, Ali V's a f- professional fence sitter. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me put you on the spot. Okay. All right. I'll negotiate my way out of it, but go ahead. <laughs> Are all doomsday preppers, Uh-oh. like real doomsday preppers, mm-hmm. like you got, like what we talked about a while ago, you got a room full of food or you have a a, a large walk-in closet full of food, mm-hmm. whatever. And a notebook filled with an inventory of what's in there. Okay. Are everybody who lives that way, who does that now, mm-hmm. Are they all conspiracy theorists on some level? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even hesitate. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you're thinking about something, right? Like, you're, I think they're on some level. Unless, unless you have, you, you might have a couple of outliers where it's like some crazy uh, outer space nerd who thinks that. But most, I would say the majority of doomsday yeah. preppers aren't prepping for black holes. No. Super volcanoes and super. Yeah. Tornadoes from Jupiter coming down to Earth. They're not planning for those things. So how many five-gallon buckets of food can you have and it be okay? I don't know. I got one. In my Is there head. a number on it? I'm not making judgment on you. I'm just... <laughs> just saying you're probably a conspiracy theorist. I'm calling them like I'm seeing them. <laughs> I have I, friends that are conspiracy theorists. So, yeah. Not all of them are just... I mean, there's some of them got to be true, right? I think there's levels to that, too. Just like we yeah. said with Doomsday Prepping, there's levels... To conspiracy theorists as well. Okay. Yeah, because we got to do a conspiracy theory episode. We yeah, haven't, we haven't yeah, done it yet. We got to do that. Yeah. yeah, but I'll say this: I think if you find yourself overly interested in that sort of thing, like doomsday prepping, mm-hmm. um, you really should at least be cautious because there could be the foundations of like I won't. A real type of, I won't, I won't say like, I won't go as far as to say mental illness, <laughs> but I would at least say personality disorder for sure. That deep? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're really thinking about that, like the. If it consumes your thoughts. 
have and you, everything you're doing and is one, for that purpose. That's one of the, the things that I found in kind of reading up on this that really made me realize, okay, yeah, that's for sure the case, was this thing called apocalypse swapping. Have y'all heard of that? No. Okay. Uh, let me read you, swap with other worlds. No, let me. I mean, this makes sense, but let me let me read you an excerpt that I found this article from a clinical psychologist. Okay, on apocalypse swapping. This is from a clinical psychologist specifically about this topic. He says one of the strangest, but, but one of the strangest, but also most dangerous things about the prepper culture is that it can give someone a real feeling of moral superiority. They feel as though they hold a secret knowledge that the unenlightened don't. They know that the world is going to collapse for X, Y, or Z reasons, and this makes them one of the few informed ones who will survive. This makes it much easier to think lowly of other people, thinking of them as, quote, quote unquote, sheeple or the normies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've heard those terms before. Yep. Such- I've used that term before. <laughs> normies? Yeah. Such a mindset with its sense of superiority and its secret conspiracy ethos can be highly addictive to these individuals. And it has parallels psychologically with the most extremist of religious cults. It makes sense. No, it does. When you talk about secret knowledge, like when, as we've been talking about it too, in my head, I've been thinking about like a lot of these people, I think, find community in that. Yep. Yeah. Like you find other like-minded mm-hmm. individuals and you feel a part of something and everybody's looking for that. Right. Same thing on like the secret knowledge thing. Like yep. People want to feel that. So the swapping thing, well, I'll keep going. It's, I'm almost done. It says, there is an immense amount of vanity involved in thinking of oneself as the, quote, one of the few survivors. And there's a fair amount of apocalyptic revenge fantasy in this too, basically meaning all you people who think you're so cool or smart now are going to look really stupid or be very sorry one day, right? Mm -hmm. So that's apocalyptic revenge. Anyway, it says this, quote, looking forward to the end of the world mindset can lead to a strange prepper behavior known as apocalypse swapping. In apocalypse swapping, a prepper who once believed, say, in nuclear war, shifts their belief in apocalypse to an entirely different one, such as a meteor strike or alien invasion, but only after their belief in impending nuclear war collapsed. So normally a person who believed in in a impending nuclear war would cease to believe in the end of the world or an apocalypse after their fear of such an event diminished. However, the apocalypse addict simply moves to another apocalypse so they can maintain their prepper behaviors and belief in the end of civilization. This demonstrates clearly that their beliefs and actions are not necessarily based on their belief in facts regarding whatever particular scenario, but they're based much more on the idea that an apocalyptic event is inevitable. So that's why when you meet someone who is a prepper, Mm -hmm. generally speaking, they believe that the apocalypse is it would be very difficult for them to pick between those that I mentioned because they feel very strongly that any one of them or all of them may happen. Yeah. That's that's, so that's pretty deep. And there's, it makes there's sense, somebody honestly. out there right now who back around the same time my great grandpa did it, they built a bomb shelter and now it's filled with a bunch of food and stuff because they've just shifted mm-hmm. different. That's right. Apocalypse is over the time. That's wild. It is wild. 
It's what a, about zombies, though? We hadn't talked about that. <laughs> we didn't talk about zombies. I knew we were going to leave something out, and there's probably still some others. Uh, you'll get an email about it. We didn't even get to Waterworld. <laughs> I was thinking about Waterworld multiple times. <laughs> didn't even get to it. Y'all know there's a... Uh, Dinosaur, Jurassic Park, whatever. Very close to us. At one point, it was a legit fallout shelter. No. At Rickwood Caverns. Really? I did not yes. know that. There's a portion of the cave that they don't take people to that there are still supplies back there. And it's like military bringing stuff in. It was supposed to be a legit deal. But uh, evidently, it wouldn't have worked. Lack of airflow, people probably would have suffocated. Yeah. Well, that's and, and that, that's to the point a while ago. You, you're not going to think of everything on the list. Yep. There's no way you can check every box because there's circumstances that, are, that may be coming that there's no way you can predict. So to be prepared for whatever it is, in a way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you would need to be prepared for things that you are fully aware of that, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, that's why I say, okay, having a, having a little bit of food seems like, okay, that that's reasonable. Cause we could have like a bad winter storm or there could be like a bad hurricane or really right. bad tornadoes or something like that. And we'd be without bit without being able to get to, you know, without being able to get to, you know, have electricity for a while. You know what one of the skills that would be so super useful is someone like an, an electrician or electrical engineer that really, really understood solar. Yeah. Yeah. Because of sun. Or, hyd- or, or hydro. Yeah, I was about to say hydraulic if you're near water. Which yeah. you can have one, yeah. You're going to have to be near water. Yeah, hydroelectric. Yeah, or um, or wind, you know, wind mm-hmm. turbines or whatever. So Alternate energy sources. Yeah. I also have a life straw. <laughs> Just hit me. I got the... You have one? Yeah. I've used one. I got the bucket and a life straw. <laughs> I'm set, bro. Locked well, and loaded. <laughs> and a pond on the property. I've already been in a situation in my life. We talked about it on the camping episode where I resolved when my when my granddad got intoxicated down on the river. Yeah. Me and my brother went Lord of the Flies like yeah. we were ready to go. That was it. Flipped it real quick. <laughs> That's how we live for now. We live off the river. We're the ri- we're the river boys. <laughs> we are men of the river. Yep. <laughs> we are painting ourselves up. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Any of you preppers out there got triggered on this, just let us know. I don't. I mean, do y'all think we triggered anybody? I don't, uh, I don't know. It's pretty easy to these days, so maybe. Yeah. I hope not. How about this? Here's an open invitation. If we triggered you on the way we talked about Come back. Like, get on yeah. the show. Get on the show mm-hmm. and educate everybody. Yeah. But you got to have thick skin. Yeah, you can't. I can't not make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>